Hey, how's it going? Episode 17, I was. Here we are, Drew. How's it going? What's up? Where are you? Oh, good question, man. I am in the freezing, freezing coldness of, uh, of Florida. Freezing Florida? Yeah, I'm in Navarre, which is... Uh, which is really, really close to Pensacola, Florida. So I'm way up at the top and at the very west end of, of Florida. And are you pausing or are you almost at Disney Disney World? Like, are we, it's almost done? It's, yeah, we're on the way. We're, we're close to Disney World. We're not quite there yet. But, um, man, dude, it is uh, highs of like 45 and the day lows of like 25 at night, which is what it is right now. I have two pairs of sweatpants and two hoodies on <laughs> plus a shirt. One of them's like on your head. Yeah, dude. I sleep in a hoodie and a sweatpants, which is unheard of. I've never done that before in my life. It's crazy cold right now. And it's super cold because our, um, I still have to debug, if you will, the, um, furnace. Something went wrong with it. Oh, the joys. <laughs> we didn't think we'd ever, yeah, I don't think, we didn't think, I don't think they call that debugging. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean. I was making a joke, a jest. Unless there are actual bugs. Yeah. Clogging it. Yeah. So, so you, to, so to be, to be clear, it's not actually that cold, like relative to, to where I am, it's cold. It's below freezing. Like it's 23 quarters of the country. It's not that it's cold. It's 25 degrees, man. It's below. It's not fr- that cold. You will die in that That's temp- manageable. You will die in that temperature. I'm. I, I would be. I would be very cold. Yes, I agree. But I guarantee you, there are a lot of people listening right now. They're like, Pfft. okay, they're like Pfft, because they got heat in their freaking house. I, like I ain't got 12, none. <laughs> Twelve feet of snow out their front door. Yeah, I ain't got no heat, man. Um, but you gotta make your own. Yeah, I didn't expect this because I'm like, man, we're gonna go south, hit all the hot spots. Hot meaning weather, and. Um, it really hasn't been that way. Apparently, January and February are actually cold everywhere you go. <laughs> huh. Except, you go, like, except California, dude. Equator. When we were in California, it was heaven. Um, but once we left California, it was cold everywhere. Everywhere has been cold. Cold, 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 cold. And I am sick of it. So I can't wait to get to Orlando because Orlando is going to be like human temperatures in the 70s. Thank goodness. Then I'll be able to finally wear a T-shirt. Gosh, I hate wearing. I hate wearing so many clothes. It's the little things that you you wouldn't think you'd miss. Oh my gosh, dude! It's, it's like flip flops and T-shirts. I still wear flip flops, dude. I was wearing flip flops when it was below freezing outside, and then today for the first time, I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore, and I put on shoes. <laughs> it's the worst. I hate shoes. Yeah. So. That's how it goes when you play the game. But no, I'm excited because uh, we'll be in Disney World soon, and it, it was it's been cool. We stayed in Louisiana, which I call Louisiana, <laughs> and I had okay. I had frog, I had gator, and I had crawfish for the first like time. E- each one like stuffed in the other one. Like no, it weren't no turducken. turducken. But um, no, it was it was it was all right. I mean, I guess <laughs> nothing right home about. But um, you're not gonna get used to it. Yeah, I had this stuff called. They call it Bowden. Well, you know, some Bowden. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, it's like a French style. Yeah. Right? I thought, like, gumbo was the big deal in Lisa Mana, but it ain't, man. It's Bowden. So we had, I had some Bowden, but it comes out looking real extra nasty because it's basically like this rice dish that has a little bit of liver in it and some, like, seasonings and stuff. So it's, it's like, Sounds good. It's, it's good, you know, it's, it tastes fine. But they serve it inside of, like, uh, 
intestine casings, you know? So it looks like a sausage. It looks like a sausage, but without the ends crimped. So the ends are kind of flared out. And it's gray. I mean, it's not like, it's not like maybe it's brown, maybe it's not. It's, it's freaking gray. (laughs) It's colorless. It's gray, dude. I've always said, like, I really enjoy sausage, but I hate the crimped ends. Like, why can't they just be flared out? (laughs) So, anyways, I don't really want to eat the casings because it's, they weren't, I mean, they're warm, you know, it's like, they're warm, but they're not like hot or anything. They're not like sizzling like a sausage, right? So they're like intestinally warm. Yeah. It's just like, it comes serves like warm and the casings aren't like fried or anything like that. So they're just like, it looks like they were just freshly put on, you know what I mean? So it's not really that appetizing looking whatsoever and it's gray. So it's like, it looks like you're eating a brain. It's really not appetizing looking. So it was very hard to get around the look of it. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of squeezed it out in my mouth like a freaking push pop. But, uh, <laughs> it, did you get some funny looks? Yeah. Uh, no. She said you can eat it like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> she said you paid me. I, I don't, I really don't. She's care like, you can take you out a case and you can eat it like that. You go like bury it outside. I don't. Yeah, so I, I not have an opinion. Yeah, so I ate some. It, it was, I mean, the flavor was good for sure, but, uh, it just, uh, it don't look right, you know what I'm saying? And dude, they had, at Walmart there, they sold TVs that were camo. Like the, <laughs> the plastic picture. casing of the TV, the stand, the bezel, everything is camo, dude. I'm not even kidding. It's not like an after, market thing or anything it was like how it it's was camo. made it was camo tv and like people were super into camo there not like army camo like duck hunting camo and everyone's got it on dude and like there was even someone with like we went to this restaurant called cracker barrel which is all over everywhere except california oh, yeah. and the northern part basically all south has cracker barrels um we went there and the food's not good at all but uh they have this cool little store when you walk in. The kids love that and all that kind of jazz, like to buy candy and toys and stuff. Right. But people who were leaving the restaurant, they had a little baby inside a baby seat. And the baby seat was camo, and the blanket over the baby seat was camo also. Do not drop that in, like, a bush somewhere. You're never finding that baby <laughs> I was anyway. like, that's hilarious, dude. Like, I never... I, the Walmarts around here, obviously, or the stores around here sell camo baby stuff, but man, you can't find that anywhere else that I'm aware of. You know, I'm sure other places in the South, but. So, little things like that you find humorous. It's a, man, it's just an aesthetic, I guess. Yeah, you know, cause, cause we're on the West Coast, if you had camo, it'd be like, oh, that's kind of funny, man, you a joker. <laughs> but over there, it ain't joking, man, it's serious. So. That's that. So you're not you're not you're not changing your plans and actually like planting roots in uh in Louisiana. Louis Louis Mana. Lisa Mana. Lisa Mana. Lisa Mana. No, um no, I mean it's you're, actually kind of a done. I was surprised. I thought it was like a really big state, but it's actually not really that big of a state. Um but no, I, I didn't get a chance to explore everything, right? And from what I saw it was it was cool. It was cool. Those Gulf states, as long as you're moving east to west, like they're not that long. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, especially down on the coast, right? Each state desired to have a little bit of coastline. So, like, Alabama's got, like, this little bitty-bitty speck of a coastline, and Mississippi's isn't much larger. So we were going to stay in Mississippi and then stay in Alabama and then get to Florida, but um, all the places were booked, 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 and we couldn't find any place, so we just drove through, which was, like, all day of driving. So we drove from Lisa We drove from the west end of Lisa all the way to the west end of Florida. And so we drove through 
Mississippi and Alabama. And I was surprised, man. Mobile's got this, Mobile, Alabama's got this cool intersection. Um, not intersection. Uh, yeah, I guess, I don't know. It's like where all the bridges meet because it's across the bay, you know? And like normally you take one bridge across the bay, but there's all these bridges and it's like this huge bay. It takes you like 15 minutes or something to get across it. And so everything's over the water. There's like restaurants over the water. Like you exit over the water. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. nowhere else do I know where you can exit over the water. Um, other than going on an island. This, to be clear, is not an island. It's just like a building over the water. You know? Yeah, it's cool. It's crazy. It's crazy. So it's cool. It's super cool. That Very crazy. And, um, and Mississippi looked cool. Too, we didn't get to explore, but we'll be back through it. We're gonna come back to the tops of them. Um, yeah, you're like a couple weeks in. We got a yeah, got like a year to go here. Yeah, I'm like a, I'm almost a month in. I think, right? The 28th, I'll <laughs> be a month. Like in. halfway on the 28th, I'll be a month in, which it's like the 20 something right now. I think it's the 19th. Oh, never mind. Okay, you're almost there. You're around. <sighs> oh the gosh, that's that's so long. Um, uh, the fam's holding up well though. Yep. 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 It's been it's been uh, it's been fun. I um, other than being cold all the time, it's been great. Like the the place right now, it's got its own little beach. It's like a white sand beach, um, but you know it's windy and it's when it's when it's thirty degrees out and the wind's blowing at eighteen degrees, it's very cold. But the water's yeah. warmer than the air, so you can like go in the water. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Sounds awesome. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, that's the deal. What's been going on with you? Uh, not much, you know. It's uh, like you're saying over here. The weather's perfect. Um, it doesn't feel like winter. I'm wearing t-shirts. It's just more of the same. Yeah. Uh, I did discover, and maybe you, you've you've done this a couple times. Maybe you can attest to this. I discovered my daughter, who's like 20 months, so not quite two yet. Mm-hmm. Um, she. You're loves, still going by months, huh? <laughs> I'm still going by months. Yeah. Uh, if I can count it on my hands, my fingers, and my toes, so I, I think we're we're. This is it. There. This is the end. This is it. <laughs> next 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 month, it's it's almost two. Is what we're gonna say. Yeah. Uh, she goes crazy for Bob Marley. It's like oh, this yeah. crazy thing. We noticed it happened like two or three times when we were out in public, and there would be a, the, one of the songs would be playing on the radio. She would just start grooving in her chair. Yeah, uh, man. and she likes music in general. Like she likes dancing to a whole bunch of stuff, obviously, but. There's something about Bob Marley that she just like she's like it's like catnip for, her. Uh, or maybe something else. In, in the uh, since I'm talking about Bob Marley, but um, is that that's got to be a that's that's got to be a common thing, right? I thought it was so strange. No, I think so. I mean, my kids love Bob Marley. Um, all of them do. Like you got to do this since I can't do it. You got to do it for me. We used to take our kids pretty often because. Um, you know, we got lots of kids. You never eat out by yourself, especially if you don't have a babysitter. So, we would, if we wanted to go to In and Out, which is right down the road from where we lived, we'd go get In and Out at the Palmyra Airport Road one, and then drive yep. over to the coast and watch the waves at sunset time. You know, where you can drive over and just park um, on the coast by the uh, the campground there. Yeah, and just sit in the parking lot in the car. The kids would love it. We'd listen to Bob Marley. And we eat our in and out, and they bounce around the car and check out the pelicans and seagulls and the waves and stuff. It was super cool. That sounds pretty great. Yeah, actually. man, you got to do that. That sounds like pretty much what you've the situation you've got going over there. 
Just well, minus the Bob Marley and the, the minus breeze. the warm weather and the being able to think because it is so cold. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's funny. I think we'll, it's kind of interesting. And one thing you don't realize he has these like preferences. Yeah, no, totally, totally. Yeah, they 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 love all different kinds of music too. If you start playing different ones, you'll find out. Um, one thing you don't realize too, like when you move into an RV, is like how little. How having such a small amount of space on like a full time basis really like wrecks productivity. You would think like we thought like oh man we're gonna have like nothing to clean up after the kids. Only one room is gonna be great. But man, right. so we're gonna be so focused. But all the time we had spent cleaning up toys every night and cleaning the house every night, we now spend on trying to get dishes done, which is impossible because it has a normal size sink, but like the kitchen is you know, ultra small and there's like no counter space and just, yeah, man, it's, it's crazy. (laughs) It's crazy. (laughs) I, I can imagine, but, uh, I do not wish, but I can imagine. We will eventually get used to it. We're kind of used to it now, but yeah, it's having a small amount of space is, is wild. So I can't, we already can't wait to get back to Carlsbad. I'm like, Oh my gosh, Carlsbad. I love you. I love you. (laughs) It's pretty good. (laughs) That's pretty good. So, but anyways, we got lots to see, lots to do. It'll be fun. Once we get to Disney World, it'll be great. Just right now, it's just so cold and everything. Anyways, 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 yeah. anyways. What, um, has anything happened? Anything, any movement on Plaso? Plaso, I mean? Plaso. Nope. Uh, turns out it takes eight to 16 months to get a trademark. <laughs> so, talk to me in a couple of years. You're good. You're good. So, I've applied and the, uh, the government has got my application. Um, so hopefully it'll be eight and not 16 months. It's underway, yeah. Jeez. They're like, we've received your application. It will sit here for about three to four months, and then it will be assigned to a government lawyer, at which time they will review your application. I'm like, oh, my gosh. you gotta, you got to wait this one out. Yeah, like inefficiency. Well, at least now I don't have to ask you about it every week. Yeah. So it's not going to move for a while. But, um, yeah. All right. All right. What else is new? What's interesting? Any uh, any interesting things going on? Well, I wasn't really going to say it, but I guess I will, since this is such a personal conversation. Um, no one else is listening, just me. Yeah, just you, just me. So I kind of made a a conscious decision. You know, like when you want to do something, you always just think about it. You know, you can think of it like building apps or whatever. You just think about, it, oh, man, it would be so fun to do. But um, if you never, like, tell other people it's not that real, and even if you tell other people it's not really that real until you, like, act on it. But sure. telling someone else makes it real, you know? Makes Let's make it real. So I decided... Because I've always wanted to make movies, right? I told you that. I told everyone who's listening that. Yeah. Want to be a producer, possibly sometime later, uh, direct a movie or something to be fun. But I want to make movies, and I want to do a bunch of other stuff too. But all the other stuff I want to do, and also producing and directing movies, takes a lot of money. You know, to do something really good. <laughs> uh, so I can't really do that at this stage. So what I want to do. What I wanted to do before, as a kid even, is be an actor. So I think I'm going to actually right. do that. 
So you you gonna start on the in the RV? Well, yeah, I've started researching. Can't really do too much as far as acting out my acting uh, in a in a audience fashion. <laughs> um, We've got like four people right there. Yeah. Give you opinions. Yeah. So when I get back to Carlsbad, I'll probably have to take lessons and all kind of jazz. But I'm looking at this as like a, Sweet, I'm going to give it like 10 to 15 years, you know, and try to make it happen in that time frame. But I got to I got to hone my craft, you know, got to hone it. But like I was telling you off show and what I'm going to tell everyone listening right now, everybody knows how I do not appreciate overacting and the theater is designed and created for overacting. Uh, but there's really no way to learn acting as I've come to find out unless you go to the theater to learn acting mm. because ain't no movie star be training people. <laughs> they be acting in movies. Can't you just like watch the police academy movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can learn from observation. But if I want like training someone be like, oh no, do it this way, do it that way. Oh, here's a tip, here's a tip. Like you can't get that. Like there's so, f- I-, I was so surprised. There's so few YouTube videos and everything on acting. Like I was super surprised. I thought that'd just be like right. a plethora. But man, dude, it is rare. And most people who do the YouTube videos are like, I'm a professional actor. I'm a celebrity. I have bleached blonde hair. Listen to what I say. And, you know, it's like, obviously, you've never heard of them. No one's ever heard of them. They've never been in an right. actual real movie. You know, and they're just like doing YouTube right. videos, which is fine he, and all. He was like your waiter at the at dinner last night. Yeah, it's it's fine and all. You know, some, some of the tips they have are, are cool, I guess. But it's like... They're not like legit, so you don't know if the advice you're getting is legit. There is one resource out there that I've found, which is Michael Caine, who is um, Alfred from Batman, if you don't know, among many, many, many other things. Super good actor. He made uh, a video series in the 80s, and so I've watched that. In the 80s? And Michael Caine? Yeah, the 80s. man, it's cool. I'm picturing like uh, like his Austin Powers scene, like flashback scenes. Oh yeah, that's kind of what it looks like. So he did it. He did a film acting video series, and I've watched that. Uh, but other than that, man, you just have to like listen to actors in interviews about what they say, and uh, you know about right. acting and stuff like that. And uh, inside the actor studio for oh yeah, dude, I watched that stuff. I used to watch that anyways, but now I watch it all the time. Um, but yeah, it's. It's hard to find resources, so I don't want to ruin myself by going to the theater and and get all get all trained up on overacting. And then when you go to you know audition for film movies, they're like, "Yeah, what are you doing, man?" And so you got to be real, you got to be relaxed, you got to be cool, and you don't overact. So it's like oh, I don't know what to right. do, but yeah, you'll you'll figure it. Out. I'll figure it out. So. I think it's I think it's cool. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'll do some auditions. You know, it's like super nerve-wracking thinking about having to do an audition, you know, because you're in and out. It's like, oh, <laughs> the if you want us to, like, read lines on an yeah. episode one, one week, we can do that. Yeah, well, let's do that. And, Everyone um, will appreciate that. But I heard some good advice from from uh, a couple of different actors said the same thing, actually. Like George Clooney was one of them who said, like, you're going in there without the job. Most likely you're coming out without the job. What do you have to lose? You have nothing to lose, you know? And so... It makes it like way like when you think about it that way, it's like, oh yeah, who cares? You know, you just you treat you treat auditions as like um, disposable. You know, it's like you just do a bunch of them, and who cares? You know, it's like it's on the director to decide. You know, what what person they want to fill their character. You know, that role, their character, and if you don't 
meet that, it could be not just your acting skills. It could be the way you look. It could be your height. It could be the tone of your voice. I mean, it could be a bajillion sure. things. So, um, yes, I, I do not envy you. Like, I, I don't think I could ever be an actor. Man, it's going to be fun. The only reason I want to be an actor, if you really want to know, is because I want to make movies. I want to eventually work my way up to making movies. But what I'm really excited about to be an actor is, oh, my gosh, if I could ever be in a Chris Nolan movie or a sci-fi movie in general uh, that has Hans Zimmer on the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. You don't even have to be sci-fi. It just has to be a movie. It just has to have Hans, Hans Zimmer. Zimmer. Hans Zimmer's probably <laughs> doing the score. Yeah. So... Dude, if I could do something like Interstellar eventually sometime, you know, 10, 20 years down the road, holy cow, that would be amazing. That so. would be pretty sweet. All right. I'm all of a sudden for this plan. I, yeah. I was against you to start, but now you against me. me. Thank you. <laughs> so we'll see. I'm going to hit up all my video buds in the web industry and all that kind of jazz and say, yo, you want me to do your little app commercials? I do that. So get some you're gonna be the new You're going to be the new guy because there's that one dude with the beard. No, Sandwich. No, he, like that's his studio. Dude, that's a, he started that studio. He's the director. He's the creative director of the whole company. What studio? Sandwich Videos, dude. He's the one who created it. Oh. So he made this little video for an app he made called Bird Brain, which is like a Twitter app of sorts. And and he made the video himself and he put himself in as the actor, you know, on a budget, obviously. And people liked it. And then the first professionally one he got was Square. So he did a video for Square. And I guess Jack Dorsey liked him so that he wanted him to be the actor. And so from then on, and he just always was the actor. And it's like their thing. And now it's like a studio. He's got like 20-some employees or something like that in L.A. And Jeez. And he makes tons of money. And he even What's does he, he even does video. Adam Lissigur. He even does video for... Um, for equity so like if you can't afford him they'll take a little percentage of your company <laughs> that's crazy like that's such a crazy thing yeah so he, that, like you really want you want this dude this dude so much that you're well think about it dude like a video helps give him so equity much and, you know I mean like I don't get it I think it's awesome I think it's awesome for him and, and his and his company I think that's sweet that that happened and that worked out that way but i don't get how you as a company would be like i want that dude right there who's doing this like deadpan delivery and has a beard and he's been in seven commercials for other apps to be the dude in my commercial i just don't get who has that thought all the people listed on his website <laughs> I, to I totally good like that's awesome i guess i don't i wouldn't have that thought yeah i i, I wouldn't do it i mean I love the flow and the visuals they do, um, but I wouldn't want right. Oh yeah, him. no, I would totally use their. I feel like their their videos that they make, the commercials they make, are awesome. Like definitely not a knock on, not a knock on anyone, and but certainly not a knock on like the quality of their studio. I just don't get why it's not like a package deal, right? You don't you don't have to have, use him to. He doesn't have to be in your movie to use them as a studio. I would imagine. I don't know. I don't know that. I think he's in every one. That's crazy. Yeah. Like it, it is actually a line. It's a requirement. Yeah. By using our studio, this dude will be your actor. And he will take over the world. He's on TV too. Like he's he's in like quote unquote like real commercials for like cars and stuff. What? I haven't seen that. He's in a, he's in some sort of commercial. Maybe it's an app for cars. I yeah, it's Navd Navdi. He did a Navdi app. Maybe. And he was driving a car. Maybe that's it. 
Yeah. Yeah, they just do rap videos. Um, Someone make an app, hire them to, to make the commercial, but, like, have some outrageous demands for, like, what he has to do. Like, he has to shave his beard and, like, go snorkeling or jump off a mountain or something like let's really, let, let's push this dude to his limits like i think he's i think he's awesome let's see let's see what is his they they is. actually come up with the creative direction and all that kind of jazz all right i'm out of ideas you out of ideas man what you could do is you could kidnap you know. him you'll be acting in 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 the commercial that i come up with yeah and we're gonna we're gonna make you the new uh the new dude the new dude people will be like who is that guy he's everywhere yeah, about that. So, anyways, I'm excited about that, and uh, it'll be fun. I've always wanted to do a lot of stuff That's with cool. my life, and you only got so much time. I figure 31, give it 10 years, I'll be like 41. I'm still good. I'm still good. So, but hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> you never know. Well, you want to live forever, so you're... Uh, hopefully How you're could you else not else. want that? I don't understand. I, I don't want that. How? Uh, I don't know. Wait, I okay, like, you know, wait till your kids are older. Then you'll probably change your mind. Yeah, but even still, like, if I were to have a feeling about the brevity of life, life with a capital L, like, I would feel it for my children. Like, I would feel like I want you to live forever. But I still don't think I would feel that way about myself. Like... I'm very I, – I hope to live a long, full, and enjoyable life. But uh, I, I, I definitely see, the, see that with an, ha, having an end. Like I don't think it's – Why do you want it to end? I don't think – that's how you measure it. Like that's how you measure everything. And I don't think – I can't fathom – You can't measure forever. the universe. So If you knew – if you knew tomorrow morning that you were going to live – Literally, literally live forever. There would not be a, at any point would your life end. Like that's an okay, that's a comfortable thought to you. Oh my gosh, yes. But that terrifies me. That's a terrifying. <laughs> what the pills? You could do everything. You could do anything. No, that's insane. That would be so depressing. Why? Be so depressing. Why? I don't understand why. If, if uh, I don't to to know that there is no end, I feel like it's worse than knowing that there is one. Like. What you crazy? I love my life so much. I mean, I don't know. I also, I so do I. I totally qualified by saying I, I absolutely enjoy life and everyone make the most of it. If I had an eternal time, I would literally spend like a hundred years just on the beach alone, just like just laying out in the sun and surfing every day, laying out in the sun and surfing every day, laying out in the sun and surfing every day. And when I'm done with that, after like a hundred years. Then I'll do something else. You could do everything for way longer. I get it, but we're talking about like infinite. Yeah. If somebody said you you'll be alive for an incredibly long time, like I'll give you a thousand years, then I'd be like, well, maybe. Okay. That's how not about this? How about this? How about this? How about you live infinitely until you decide? All right, I'm done. Well, I, fine. Like, sure, that sounds great. Okay. <laughs> but that. I mean, that's kind of, I guess that's the best of both worlds, but that's the best for anybody. Like live until you don't want to live anymore. <laughs> that, that's probably, that's probably everyone's ideal. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't mind living forever. Stuff like that freaks, stuff, the whole like, uh, I don't know, anytime, anytime life, like what exists is, what is compromises life 
and putting that into like perspective uh that's it's so fascinating and like just blows my you mind. can't even like, define life dude like i i couldn't define life. there's no, no definition for it and the stuff that like this made me think of it i was talking about this with uh a couple other socal buds uh eric by and jimmy ricketts west billman you know the oh the yeah. crew that you've uh that you've abandoned Silence. We were, uh, Merrick Davis was in town. Everyone knows Merrick from Mextures. Yeah. We were grabbing drinks and we got to talking about the, uh, the grand scale of, of things. Um, and the one, the one point that I was making that always continues to, to, that fascinates me is that everything that we've ever achieved, anything that we ever will achieve, well, maybe, uh, is stuff, is, is stuff that was already here. You know what I mean? Like we have a, we have the International Space Station, like, floating in space above our heads everything that compromises that and everything that got it up there was stuff that was here already like at no point did anybody come and say like here is steel here is uh, rocket fuel now you can achieve that giant leap it's like dude we figured this out like we figured out every single piece of this from what was already on earth like oh for sure yes that's insane we're super resourceful but you know there are pe- not me by any means, but there are people that believe the opposite of what you said. There are people that believe um, <laughs> aliens have given us the technology we have. Oh, right, right. Us how to make tools and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole thing. Um, but no, I I totally agree. It's it's super insane to think about that, and then even to think about taking it a step further, dude. Like, because eventually we are going to be on Mars, right? Like well, eventually, the public we'll, wants it in general. Like Earth wants it in general, so it's going to happen. Elon Musk wants it. Yeah, Elon Musk wants that. So we're going to be there, and it's insane to think about. Um, every like, and and we'll go somewhere else after that. And everywhere, everything we'll ever done all started, like right here on Earth. With it, it's weird. Even, it, driving through the oil fields in New Mexico and, Tex- and Texas, it's like they're pumping out like all the life that used to exist on this planet like right. plants and animals they're pumping out the you know the remains of it you know um the remains that were obviously fortunate enough to, for us to turn into oil and not turn into a fossil or something else um but yeah it's just crazy how when you think about our time and how long we've been on Earth, and how long like dinosaurs are on Earth. You know, we're talking hundreds of millions of years, and they were the kings of planet Earth for longer than any other king. You know, well, I guess you could of complex organisms. Obviously, bacteria has right. been the long-standing king since the dawn of time, and still is, and always will be. I mean, there are ten times more bacteri- bacterial cells on us and in us than there are human cells. I mean, the mass of you, if I were to go over there and lift you off the ground, you are more not you than you are you. Like physically, you are, there are, if you were to, if you were to take your cells apart one by one and you were to pile them, there would be a pile 10 times the size of human cells and that pile is bacteria. It digests your food. You can't do it by yourself. Everything that we do depends on these other colonies that live inside of us. And so what is a human? A human cannot function without these things. It's insane, dude. It's insane. Right. But you're even saying like, you know, what it's, what it's going to take, uh, resource wise, like 
look at all that we've achieved so far just from what was here. And obviously we're like standing on, we're literally standing on the backs of giants. Like these, the dinosaurs are the, are the ones that had to die to become our fuel to get us in a space or whatever. You know, it's like, where's it going to be in another couple thousand years? Mm-hmm. It's going to be obviously we're going to get to we're going to go to Mars, but that's by no means a final destination. At some point, we have to leave Earth, right? As a species, we are going to leave Earth. But it has to happen. One thing I know for sure that we got a long time for that's going to happen. Oh, we got plenty. Of time. I'm, I'm, talking to, I'm talking about an eventuality. Yeah, I don't mean. I'm not even talking about like a population crisis, let alone food crisis, let alone energy crisis. I'm talking like eventuality physics physical eventuality like at some point the earth is going to become uh tidally locked with the sun and we're screwed at some point the sun's going to expand and engulf the earth and we're screwed like at some point earth is no longer going to be here or be in a livable place regardless of all the of all these crises that will occur to us it's like at some point we have to figure out how to get off yep and that's that's insane. Like, but the thing, this whole living forever thing, I don't want to have to deal with that. Oh my I gosh, I would love to. I would love to see all that stuff. I wish to high heavens that I was born about 150 years from right now. But you'd be saying the same thing then. I don't know. I don't know. I totally, because wouldn't. in 150 totally years, wouldn't. people will probably be able to live for hundreds of years or more. Yeah, I do think there's going to be a big leap in And uh, if I was able to be born then, human life. Oh my gosh, dude, people are going to have it so good in the future. Oh my gosh, they don't even uh, know. I don't know about that. I mean, the for as for all the technological and biological advances that I think we will stumble upon and we'll figure out and we'll discover and we'll uh, whatever be gifted by aliens, we're going to have so many issues to figure out. But we've you always know, had issues. All of those crises. Dude, we've always had issues. Okay. This but is... we've never been, we've never been like depleting the, you know, completely depleting our planet's resources. Like that's going to be an issue. I'm not even talking about like, is the planet warming or, you know, is all this stuff no, I warming? know. There's only a like... cer- certain amount of trees, certain amount of land, all that kind of jazz. For sure. Yeah, right. For sure. But if you think about where hu- humanity as a culture was – in the past, we are so much better off, right? There is way less violent crime than there used to be. This is not even comparable. Uh, right. As technology advances and as the world comes together in one global community, as it's doing now, things got better. They didn't get worse. You know what I mean? They got way better. And if that trend continues which it, it has been doing that for hundreds of years, if that trend continues, then, I mean, all the dystopian movies are kind of fairy tales, you know? And we don't really have to worry so much about that. But, you know, obviously who knows what the future holds, but, you know, history usually repeats itself. And if that's going to be the case, things are probably going to get a little bit bitter rather than worse. I don't know, that's just my thought anyways. But... I would love we'll see. to be alive when well, I could. Well, you'll see. Yeah, I would love to be alive when I could, you know, live at least hundreds of years because, yeah, freaking 70, 80 years, dude, it's uh, just a small amount of time. 
It is It is a small amount of time, for sure. I mean, 200, that sounds good to me, you know? And the people in the yeah, future... Think, think about how wise and intelligent people are going to be in the future, dude. Just when people are hitting their strides. Uh, I don't know. Have you talked to some of the kids these days? No, no, I'm not talking about kids. I'm just joking. I'm not talking about kids. I'm talking about when they're older, like, okay... I was making a funny generational, like, oh, kids these days. Yeah. When they get in power. That's because you crazy. Comment. But if if you look at, like, people who have done amazing work for humanity, they're all older. I mean, I'm not saying they're ancient, but I'm saying they're all older, right? And they're just hitting their stride. They're just now being able to make these huge impacts on Earth. And then they die. And if, you, if that didn't ha- have to happen, who knows what, you know, next... Like, cause you kind of go through this, once you get older, you go through this massive shift and you become like a wise person. You know, you're like, it's, you know, it's totally different than a 30 year old or a 20 year old or whatever. You know what I'm talking about? And I wonder if there'd be another big shift, you know, like after 160 years or something like that, or I don't know. But if you just had the earth filled with like people who were more thoughtful Maybe. Or maybe everyone just gets really crotchety after they turn 130. <laughs> We're just going to have a like, crotchety 150-year-old. I think you get crotchety, too, for physical reasons. True. And if you physically weren't old. Biologically young. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Even if I had to survive as a brain in a jar, and I had access to a, a computer so I could talk to people and all that kind of jazz, that'd be You'd be for that. I'd be for that. Man, not me. Not me. Because then I could build myself a body. <laughs> or someone could build it for me. <laughs> you could like I know I'd be back, eBay man. yourself. Man, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> Craigslist. Yeah. Still be around. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go stare out at the night sky. Yeah, I would, except it's really, really cold out. Yeah, you stay in. You stay indoors. But the benefit I got from where I'm at is I can see a lot of stars. I'm like, unfortunately, so Cal, you that can't see anything. True. Some decent light pollution, and usually, like, it's been pretty foggy the past couple nights. Yeah, actually, if you head out east, like an hour or two east, you can see tons of stars in California. Yeah, you don't have to go too far. Yeah. Luckily, I'm kind of up in the kind of elevated in the hills here too, so you get a yeah, the a extra decent, 100 feet, a, a decent view up. <laughs> yeah, and the light is below you. Yes. Alrighty, well, thanks everyone okay. for listening in. Yep, thank you. I forgot we were recording. And until next time, episode 18. I look forward. To- See you. <laughs>